0: All right, I'm here with hope or joining joining me all the way from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. I am doing good. It is actually pouring rain here today, which is weird because it's not supposed to do that here. But it's pouring rain today. and it's dark already and it was cloudy all day. so funnily, well, enough. it
0: was so sunny here in Chicago today. Just yeah. a brilliant day. <laughs>
1: I know.
0: That's so weird. Uh, I, I miss you, Hope. Uh, I miss Hope, you, too. Hope, uh, Hope moved this summer to
1: mm-hmm. Los
0: Angeles. And Chicagoans have, like, kind of a... a I don't know. They, they, like, have opinions or stereotypes about Los Angeles, LA. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to get your, your feedback on living there now for almost almost, like, what, half a year?
1: Um, uh, yeah, close
0: about six. Yeah, about five, six months now. Okay. And I wanted to have you on not only to talk Los Angeles, but we both went to the Harry's house tour, uh, concert love on tour. I saw him at the United center. You saw him at the forum in Los Angeles. We got to talk that. I want to talk a little Billy Eilish. I've been listening to Billy Eilish a lot this summer. Mm Uh, Miley Cyrus. Like, so why don't we get into it? okay
1: absolutely
0: and i have i have here my vinyl records i got harry's house
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and then i got happier than ever yes. I, I never
1: noticed how closely those matched like color wise that's so fun
0: i thought about that as i displayed i like oh interesting yeah <laughs> would you are those earth tones
1: yeah isn't that fun okay. funny
0: yeah it is huh and I'm wearing this boa. I've been wearing this boa ever since the Harry Styles concert. Really? I wear it like every time I bartend. Like so after then the day after the Harry Styles concert, I created a new playlist that I play at station now. Mm-hmm. And it's all just like it's called Boa Time and it's all a lot of a lot of female like leading female vocals, Harry Styles Kind of like Genesis, uh, Queen, Hall and Oates, Stevie um, yeah. Nicks, a whole bunch of good people. So, <laughs>
1: That's okay. Awesome. So tell
0: me, tell me about Los Angeles.
1: Um, Los Angeles is really cool. I it's definitely different from Chicago. I definitely had this major adjustment period when I first got here, where I was adjusting to not being able to walk everywhere, and that was very. What's that easy. like? It is uh, kind of difficult, actually. Like, I'm very lucky that I live in a place that, like, I can at least still walk to the grocery store, and there's a good, like, there's good, like, shopping around me and good restaurants around me that I can easily walk to. But there's right. definitely it's a limited amount. Like, I definitely can only walk about like a six block radius until it gets a little, little sketchy to be walking around.
0: What what uh like neighborhood or area are you in?
1: I'm by West Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, so I'm kind of like right by the Grove Mall.
0: I have no idea what that is. It's okay. The sign, is that like, isn't that like West Hollywood?
1: Um, No, that's more like Central Hollywood. I guess I'm like a little bit, I'm a little, I'm like a five minutes away from like sun, the Sunset Strip. Okay. Yeah.
0: Los Angeles geography, not something that I'm strong
1: at. It's okay. I wasn't strong about it either. I was joking with my mom the other day that I was really good with like the whole North, South, East, West thing in Chicago. But yeah. people say that to me here and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But one day I will.
0: I I spent like two or three days in LA and I was taking a road trip out West with Greyhound buses. Oh, and right. so so I like stayed like by the usc campus and downtown Mm -hmm. and i this this was like 10 years ago Mm -hmm. and i was like so disappointed that downtown's like 19 miles from the ocean i've never actually seen the pacific ocean except if you count bays yeah like the seattle bays or the san francisco bay Mm
1: -hmm.
0: other than that like not
1: not not actually
0: waves and beaches yeah
1: wow I'm a little closer to the ocean than that. I'm only about eight miles away.
0: Okay. So I'm looking at a map. What is the vibe of West Hollywood?
1: West Hollywood is kind of like the the gay area of LA. Okay. They got like, it's like where the nightclub life is. And there's like tons of like small businesses, bookstores, movie theaters, and then a lot of nightclubs. And it's very decorated. Like they all have their outdoor patios and there's lights along like you know that the alley right next to the station that's like painted with the mural that has lights all of along it and on the seat like on from the sky maybe it's like that it's like that for like miles they got just like lanterns above the streets that's cool yeah
0: so how is it okay so it's by i'm looking at a map it's by beverly hills yes burbank culver city what are kind of the Vibes of those. like what what are they known for?
1: Um, like Culver City is definitely the place where a lot of people live. That's like a very central place to live if you want to be close to the beach and close to downtown. It's where a lot of the studios are.
0: Oh, like art studios.
1: Like that's where Sony Pictures is and Paramount is, and
0: Fox oh, is. okay. Beverly Hills, what is that? That's like up in the mountains a little bit
1: more. No, Beverly Hills is, like, kind of, like, it's a little bit that way, but not necessarily in the hills yet, but it's definitely more the ritzy area. Like, if you are going to, like, hang out in Beverly Hills, like, where the restaurants and the shopping is, it's not quite in the hills, but the houses that have the Beverly Hills address are in the hills.
0: Okay. <laughs> What's, like, the the trendy place to live right now? Like,
1: um, I definitely think people... I do meet a lot of people who like say like West Hollywood is a cool place to live. A lot of people like to live in Culver city, but North Hollywood is also pretty up and coming when it comes to like a hopping neighborhood.
0: What about the stars? Like if you're like now an A-list celebrity, where are you going to live?
1: I definitely think a lot of stars live in the Hollywood Hills or Beverly Hills.
0: Okay. So you're pretty close to them then.
1: Yeah. It's very, sorry. (laughs)
0: yeah yeah go ahead
1: um I live right by this intersection of of, off La Cienega that once you're on it you can like see this beautiful view of the hills and like the suns you can see like straight ahead and it's just like all these houses on the hills and all this it's and the sun's like coming down on them and there's palm trees all the way going down it's very it's very surreal to see it in person
0: what was it like moving out out there because there's so many images of Mm -hmm. you know California and palm trees and just lights and like how did you feel when you like first got there
1: um definitely I first got here I was trying to like romanticize it a lot because I I'm very fortunate the area I live in is very close to Beverly Hills so I'm surrounded by palm trees and like it is a nice area so when I like driving around like in my area feels very like classic LA cause it's surrounded by palm trees and all these pretty signs. And like, there's also like beautiful houses all around with their like vintage cars. Like I wasn't like a couple weekends ago, I was just like bored and wanted to do something for like during the day. And I literally just went driving through Bel Air which was only like 20 minutes away from me. And it was just so cool to like drive up on these hills and see all these beautiful houses and everything. Huh. Yeah. But what it, what a, an
0: interesting, th- yeah, drive around and just look at houses, yeah.
1: Yeah, I definitely spend a lot of time just, like, romanticizing it of, like, oh, my God, this is where the studio is. And there's all these, like, beautiful statues of all these famous people and, like, all these just, like, historic landmarks and, like, all these famous nightclubs. Like, I was going to the beach a lot, and I was definitely hitting up, like, all these famous nightclubs. Like, I was a regular on Sunset Strip. My first few months here. I still kind of am. I like to go
0: there. What's it, What's that so Sunset Strip, that's like the the area to go out in?
1: Um, probably I mean, it depends on who you ask. There's so many places to go out in yeah, that right, like, right. You could go to like a new neighborhood every weekend and you probably still wouldn't have hit them all.
0: What what's the nightlife like there? I hear a lot of like house parties are big. It there, definitely
1: right? is super different, like. It's more expensive to drink out here for sure. Like, I know drinking in Chicago would maybe be like $10 a cocktail. We're here it's maybe okay. pushing $20 a cocktail. Okay. And the bars aren't as open as late. Like, I think a lot of bars close around 2 a.m. here rather than like the four or 5 a.m.ers in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's definitely something for me to get used to because I'm just like, why can't I'm like, I'm adjusting to go out earlier than I used to. Like a lot of times I used to go out around 11 and it wouldn't be that big a deal. But now it's like, no, I should maybe go out around like nine or 10 just so I can be out longer.
0: So what do people do? They just get like Ubers back then? Or do people I do, like
1: I do designate think a lot of,
0: drivers or what? I
1: think a lot of people do have designated drivers from what I can see. Huh. Yeah, it's very different.
0: Do you have like a spot, like a favorite spot that you've gone out to so far?
1: um i think one of the spots that i have at least returned to more than once just because there's so many places that i'm just like i want to try here and i want to try here but some place i've gone to at least more than once has been davy wayne's in hollywood okay it's called good times at davy wayne's and it's a 70s themed like bar nightclub kind of situation and it's really cute because it has like these like carpeted walls and they have like these like 70 style couches. Yes. Yeah. And like these 70s style couches. So it's like all yellow and red. And when you walk in, like you wait in line and you come in, and like what you come into is like it looks like it'd be like a porch like thing. Like it, you look like you'd see it on a porch, but then the door is like a fridge door. It's like an old oh. fridge door that you pull to open. Huh. Yeah. But that's really a- cool it's 70s theme and they a lot of times have live music and everything
0: okay what kind of music are they playing there
1: 70s 70s i think last time i went there (laughs) they had like a rock cover band that did they they did like a whole bunch of stuff they definitely did a few cheap they did like two cheap trick cheap trick songs they did a couple beatles covers and like hollow notes and a metallica cover like they were a little over the place but they were really good huh
0: So when you're going out, are there a lot of lines? Like, do you have to wait in lines a lot? That's what I kind of imagine.
1: Oh, yeah. definitely a lot. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of lines. Unless you're there (sighs) earlier, kind of.
0: Yeah. Who wants to get there early, though? I know.
1: (laughs) I went to a place on Saturday where we actually went out kind of late, and there wasn't a line. Like, I think we got there at 1130, and then there wasn't a line. So you got to find that happy spot, I guess. Huh.
0: That's got to be that's got to be interesting. Well, I mean. Like just adjusting to a different city's culture is interesting, right? Like. uh, You're so used to Chicago by this point that like. Is it like jarring to like start over where you have to like know all these nuances about how people operate and like the Mm -hmm. vibe is like.
1: It definitely yeah it's it was it's definitely jarring but it's probably jarring just because like when I moved to Chicago i moved there for college Mm -hmm. so I was also like immediately thrown into like I'll meet people and I'll meet people who are also brand new to this city so it was it didn't feel like as I guess it wasn't as scary when I moved to Chicago than to when I moved here, like being older and like not being thrown into like a school environment or anything. Like, yeah. Cause I have to definitely figure a lot more out on my own of like, what do I want to do? What kind of things do I want to see? And like, what kind of people do I want to meet?
0: Is it easy to meet people out there or difficult?
1: Um, Oh, it is easy to meet people. I think like, People are definitely open to talking to you when you go out to a bar. Like you'll definitely meet people, like exchange Instagrams with people. It's just like, maybe if you want to actually maybe pursue a friendship with that person is where like a barrier comes in where it's like, hey, like I had a really good time meeting you. Would you want to hang out again? And it's like, yeah. And then you never hear from each other again. Yeah. But people are definitely open to talking to you. It's just finding like, I guess the genuine people who want to really build on that
0: yeah that's an interesting word choice there um genuine on a Mm -hmm. scale of one to ten how accurate are the stereotypes of LA
1: I think it depends on where you are okay because yeah it definitely depends on where you are because where I am like there's not as much but I definitely have met people that are very strong LA stereotypes
0: Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, it's a huge city, so of course, Absolutely. like, yeah, there's gonna be all types of different people. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. So, have you gone to a lot of shows?
1: Yeah. Um, Hope. Yeah. Hope
0: is like, she knows music. She's like mm-hmm. on top of music before the music gets like big. Like that. That type of person.
1: Yeah. Um. I was. I'm. I was. Yeah. When I found out like where my apartment was that I was going to be living and how close it was to Sunset Boulevard, I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm going to be there all the time. And like, I've definitely been there a few times at this point. And it's, I honestly always have a good time. It's like a chill good time, which is what's really cool about it. Okay. But it's so much fun because you can go into like any bar of any night of the week and there's probably like live music on. And it's a small, like, Sometimes it's like a small local LA artist, but like this upcoming Wednesday, Billy Idol is going to be playing at like one of those bars. Really? Like, which is so weird to me because I'm like, I can just go walk into a random bar on a Wednesday and see Billy Idol in 2022, just like I probably could have in 1983.
0: (laughs) Huh. So, Sunset Boulevard, any day of the week, there's a potential show. And because it's Los Angeles, it pulls in talent so like every night you can see talented people
1: yeah and definitely like it definitely pulls in talent because those clubs are where like the doors premiered where motley crew premiered where led zeppelin premiered like that's where a lot of these big classic rock acts first performed so a lot of people are like i have to go there just for the history of it
0: wow what's what's a, a venue name that i should know
1: um definitely a whiskey at go-go that's probably the biggest one that i've heard of when it comes to the classic rock scene okay and there's actually this memoir i read by a very famous groupie named pamela de and she wrote a memoir about her days as a groupie and that was like her spot that's where she met jim that's where morrison. she scout <laughs> that's, yeah that's where she met like ev- that's where she met jimmy page jim morrison like frank zappa all of them all of them and so that place is really cool because they definitely keep into the historic vibe like they've still got the disco ball and they have all these like cool like memorabilia on the wall but it's still just like a bar like it's still just like a dive bar yeah. with really cool history
0: really so it still has maintained like the dive bar aesthetic
1: yeah. yeah absolutely
0: what are some of the stories that she has being a groupie
1: oh my god they were crazy like it was just like This is like like in the
0: late 60s or early 70s? Yeah,
1: late 60s. And I really enjoyed her memoir just because besides the stories that she told of just like doing drugs with Jim Morrison. And like she talks about this like car ride that she took with him throughout Los Angeles. And they were just like talking about life. And he was like talking about his hopes for his poetry. And this was like even pre The Doors debut album, which is crazy to think about. Wow. Yeah. And... (laughs) Like, she even, like, met Jimi Hendrix's whole band there. Wow. Yeah, so she had some... Folks, so really crazy- there's a
0: lot of stories you can't say as well.
1: Oh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of... There was a lot of inappropriate stories in that book. Yeah. But it was, like, kind of a riot to read because I was like, oh, my God.
0: What do you What do you think about that? Like, meeting people before they get famous. Like... It's like an interesting concept in a way, right?
1: Yeah, it it definitely is because who, like, I couldn't imagine how different that they would seem. Like, to use her Jim Morrison comparison, she talks about like Mm. meeting him before they were even a band, even, and just how down to earth he really was. And to think that Jim Morrison was a down to earth human being is unreal Mm. to me because he would go on stage and tell his audience that he was a god, he was a king, and then he would throw up on them and he didn't see a problem. So to think that she would describe him as down to earth and then think like, oh, I don't know that man anymore, like 10 years later is really weird.
0: But she probably has a perspective about life that's like, she bends... um, perspective on like morals and uh rules and what things are supposed to be like she probably approaches life her own kind of way in philosophy
1: absolutely like what was really interesting about reading her memoir is that like she definitely grew up in a traditional household because she grew up like in the 40s and 50s like as a child and mm-hmm. was in her early teens when she was meeting all these rock stars like she was like 1819 when she was meeting all of them and it was like this turn of the kind of turn of the century like changing culture so her morals probably like like her morals probably did shift a little bit with her peers but there's also a part of her book where it is where like the values she grew up with are a big part of her as well because mm-hmm. like
0: and there's so many different ways to like express one's own values mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like this way or that way um mm-hmm. yeah that is interesting
1: yeah Going so on back. Va- okay the, so
0: one
1: ahead. of the reasons I loved her one of the reasons I loved it is because I, when she was a little girl like when she was a teenager she talked about her her and her friend group's love of the Beatles and the way that it, she wrote about it just remind the way that the things that they described they did of just like each had a member that was theirs and they would like make up all these stories about them and like like doodle like Miss Pamela McCartney on their notebooks and just the way she talked about it, what her and her friends would do, just reminded me of me and my friends with like One Direction, of like camping at shows, like making up stories about them, picking a member that was assigned to each friend. Huh.
0: What is the process of like meeting uh, the band member or the bands? Like how does... How did she go about like getting recognized and like selected or I don't know what, however that happens?
1: I think it was just like waiting. She was just there. Like she was just at every show. She was at the whiskey every night. And she also like was lucky enough to kind of know people who were living in Laurel Canyon, which was where, where the doors live, where the who live before they made it big too. Huh.
0: So just show up.
1: Yeah, she was
0: just there and she waited. That's uh, music music then too. To to like see the big names or know music that's on the horizon that's coming, you would have to be in these big cities and go to mm-hmm. shows. Whereas like now you got like Spotify and mm-hmm. SoundCloud and YouTube and there's, yeah, there's so many some, different ways to like, both as an artist emerge, but also
1: discover find music, music that you love. Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy because before you literally just had to go out and you would probably yeah. see like a major star on the rise. And now it's like, you could find a major star on the rise, like on Spotify. And then you might not even have the chance to see them for a couple of years because maybe they're like really big, but they're just still working on building a tour
0: because they can literally just like make music in their apartment but they don't need a
1: team behind them yeah like it's It's beneficial to have a team behind you but you don't need one anymore
0: how did you like you were on this this band wet leg Mm -hmm. you were you knew about this band before like everyone how did you like because then they were like on tour with harry styles right
1: yeah yeah they're about to go on his european tour
0: like, so how did you come across that first?
1: I, it was, I just got lucky. Like I remember I was just in the car and their song came on the radio and the like radio DJ introduced the song. Like she had like, I remember she like talked about this song for two minutes before she even turned it on. And she was like, this song is so good. I can't stop listening to it. I want to play this song at my funeral. Like this song is so good. And then she played it and I was just like, this song is so weird. But I, <laughs> I love it. But I just I it was so weird. And I was like, she I was like, I need to listen to it again, though, because it's so weird. And then I loved it because I was like, they were cool because they're so unique in who they are. Like, I feel like when me and my best friends are like, let's start a band when we're drunk. Like, that's who we would be. That's who we want to be is what like. Uh
0: So, DJ, you heard it on the radio. Yeah. And then you ended up writing about their their debut album.
1: Yes, I was, yeah, that when I saw that their debut album was up for grabs at the place I write for, I was like, I need to do it. I need to do it. That is awesome. I got a pre-release of the album. I was so excited, I was like, yes. Huh.
0: And now they're with Harry Styles.
1: I know, like, it's so crazy to think how big they got because if you watch like interviews with them, they're even like, no, we started this as a joke. Like we didn't think that we would be successful. Like, we were just having a good time in the pandemic and it worked out. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, last time
0: that we recorded, mm-hmm. we, we talked about Harry's house. We basically talked about Harry Styles
1: yeah. the whole time
0: and talked about his new album. And then you were like waiting for tickets.
1: I was right? I for would- the LA show. Yeah, I was in the Ticketmaster line just like waiting for it to load so I can get tickets for the show.
0: Huh. And then you just went to that show. And I mm-hmm. went to a show at the United Center. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The LA Forum. What, what is the vibe of the LA Forum?
1: It It's definitely very, it's different than the United Center because you don't walk in and immediately see like, it's an open space when you walk in there's it's like a circle kind of of just like here is food here is drinks here is merch and then it's just a circle of like coming in Mm -hmm. but so you don't come in and see like all these statues and stuff but there's still like photos of the wall of people who perform there so they have like Stevie Nicks and Jennifer Lopez on the wall and like there's this huge mural of Kiss on the wall that's kind of disturbing like it's really big and it was so and then they also have a whole section that was dedicated to basketball because that's where the Lakers originally played before the Staples Center was built.
0: So is it is it um designed like an all-purpose arena or is it designed more for like music and performance like art performance?
1: I think now it's more designed for concerts and art performance, but before I know it was for basketballs. But I think okay. now it's just held concerts.
0: Yeah, because it seems like a cooler venue than, say, the United Center or, like, it seems more on that Madison Square Garden level where it's, like, historic and, you know, people yeah. aren't, like, aspiring to play at the United Center, play music, you know? No, I mean, it was great. It was a great yeah, concert. but, but like, The United
1: Center is a very cool place. <laughs> there yeah. is history there, but it's, like, a different kind of history
0: yeah um yeah the la forum okay so you're there Mm
1: -hmm.
0: now something i i observed at the show was that it felt more like a cultural event and Mm -hmm. almost like a fashion show Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and everybody like dressed up and like bedazzled themselves and got boas yeah the the end of the show, like leaving, there's just like so many feathers on the ground. It looked like mm-hmm. a like a poultry slaughterhouse. <laughs> I know
1: there there was a bunch of feathers on the ground at the forum as well. It was insane, but they, it was the same. Like there's they held spots up to like take pictures, and there was like this huge merch table where you could buy boas, and like there's okay. pi- there's picture spots, and everyone is like dressed up. Everyone has like is covered in sequins or flowers or boas like i definitely saw a lot of like 70s style pants when i was there
0: yeah for sure yeah. um how much were boas there
1: um i want to say 25 dollars whoa <laughs> i know that was like the cheapest thing you could buy
0: wow i got you know, like, i got i bought mine from some some gals that were hustling on the street
1: for oh 10 God. bucks that's yeah. awesome
0: Mine's looking pretty raggedy, though, now. I've
1: well, you've been, been told, you've been wearing it now for a while. I've been wearing it.
0: I've been using it. That's what happens yeah. when you wear stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah. Especially boas. They fall apart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, watch this. Oh, maybe you can't see it. Anyways, okay. So, you get there. Did you buy merch there?
1: I did not because it was really expensive. <laughs> but I bought merch when I saw him last year in Chicago. I did buy a sweater, but... This time I was just like, sweaters were more this year. And I just, I just was like, Inflation. I went to the Harry's house pop up. So I gave him my funds for the year.
0: Yeah. I bought his vinyl. I didn't see any vinyl there. I saw a CD. They were selling CDs for free. Yeah. I saw bucks.
1: CDs. I saw CDs.
0: Is that trying to make a comeback or something? Or
1: wouldn't that be? I feel like they will. I don't know why, but I feel like they have to because if vinyl made a comeback, CDs have to be next.
0: Yeah, but vinyl, there's an actual like audio element Mm -hmm. to it and like an art element, whereas the like CDs are like plastic and mass produced more, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know, I feel like vinyl is definitely come back for the quality, but I think CDs could make a comeback in terms of like pure just for collection yeah rather than use. there's or maybe definitely like, for-
0: like a 90s early 2000s nostalgia right now yeah huh
1: yeah I had a Walkman when I was in elementary school so I remember
0: with the CDs or the uh, cassettes
1: for the CD it was like okay. this big and it was
0: purple. yeah I've... it
1: was okay. this big it was purple and it fits it was just for CDs
0: and, and then the iP- iPad iPod came out mm-hmm. mp3s then
1: yeah
0: Downloading music illegally yeah
1: i know that's like it's so interesting how like people get ahead of the game of like mp3s became a thing so then illegally downloading music became a thing so then the, i feel like the industry has been trying to think of like how do we get back at illegal downloading like people are going to do it but how do we how do we combat it and they fully just were, yeah. like streaming, Re-
0: streaming. <laughs> yeah, streaming. It seems like it's starting to. Be- they're starting to figure this out more.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Which makes sense. And then like. The labels have more control, as far as like playlists. And mm-hmm. then like the people who curate the playlists are kind of like the DJs of the day. Yeah. So that like they can the label wants to get artists on playlists if they're trying to be like discovered and stuff. Anyways, Mm -hmm. algorithms.
1: I know, it's so weird. Like, I would love to know who, if it's like someone's job at Spotify to just make playlists or if they have specific genre playlist makers or like if it's really just people paying Spotify off.
0: I think it's Spotify too because they have all the design ones, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like they design them and they you know like i love my 90s hip-hop like that's yeah. spotify and mm. um yeah that's interesting but yeah. going back to harry styles okay yeah. so merch a little pricey um
1: okay. but, some but it's the big pit.
0: like merch so, merch is like
1: it's a big a thing pit. merch
0: is so big
1: yeah
0: for anything any brand any like
1: yeah, especially for this, because from what I can tell, I think Harry's trying to do, like, a little bit of specialized merch. So, like, if you bought a sweater at the Chicago show and I bought a sweater at LA, in L.A., it would, like, kind of be the same design, but it would look different somehow so that it was okay. special to, like, this moment of time, like, to this residency. Yeah. yeah. I know all the Harry Ween people got special shirts. Harry Ween. They said Harry Ween 2022 and it was like in Greece font. Huh.
0: Yeah, it felt like something special. Mm-hmm. It felt like something bigger. Something mm-hmm. like um like something was happening, like a cultural event, phenomenon. And it felt so it was such a loving and supportive environment. Like it was just all like good vibes, hope, mm-hmm. optimism, happiness.
1: Absolutely. Like every walking into like a Harry show for me, it's just like I know one day this will be like to be able to say I've seen Harry Styles even once is going to be amazing to like a little kid 30, like 50 years from now. It's going to be like, it'll be like yeah. if someone told me they saw Elvis in his prime, I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. Like when I was little, like that was incredible to me. And now I feel like that will be. I'll be able to tell someone no I saw Harry Styles I've seen ha- I saw Harry Styles multiple times in my- when I was in my 20s and they're gonna be like oh my god that's incredible
0: Well, you something different about your uh experience is that you were in the pit oh. how was that it what, was- what is that like
1: oh my god it was so worth it when I saw him last year I was I I did splurge for tickets last year I was like I want to be close I don't want to get nosebleeds so I was in like the like the 101 section so I was in like the first section but I was in like yeah. the third row of that section so I could see him clearly and stuff but like I wasn't up front but being yeah, in the, the fit, photos
0: you got you're like right there on, I your, on your Instagram I saw
1: I know uh, people keep messing I tagged Harry in the photo because of course I did So people keep messaging me and they're like, how long did you camp outside? I'm like, I didn't like get there when the doors open, you'll get in. I promise. And like, people are like camping and it blows my mind that people are doing that, but.
0: Wait, so they're camping to get in tickets or like what? Camping uh, to just get
1: in to get a good spot in the pit.
0: Oh, in the pit. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cause it's like,
0: yeah, there's no, yeah, yeah. That's gotta be, that's gotta be like really competitive and kind of uh, aggressive in there maybe.
1: I guess, but like, it didn't feel that way. Like we, I got there, I think I literally got in line as the doors were opening. And like, because there's so much going on when you get inside, like there's specialized food, there's merch, there's like all these photo opportunities. Like people aren't running inside right away. Like some people are, but not everyone. So like, I I got a good spot, I felt like. But being in the pit was such an amazing experience. Like I, I wanted to splurge for it this time because- Like I was close last time and I was like, I want to see the smile on Harry's face. Like, I don't want to see it through my phone screen. I want to see it with my eyes. Like, and I, I got that to, I feel so special that I had that opportunity. Like I saw a moment when he like ran past me on like the little side stage and I was just like, Harry Styles just ran past me, ran past my face. Like I just saw like a sweat on his, on his forehead as he walked by me. And it felt like an unreal experience. Like seeing someone like him in person, like, I don't know, something about him, I just like forget that he's a real human being sometimes because he doesn't feel real in my head. Cause he's just such this, he's such this icon. Like he's a global icon and he's so famous. He's so loved and he's so like seemingly perfect to a fan but to actually see him in person, I'm like, you're a real human being. Like you're a real human being. I just watched like your hair move with the wind. Like it feels so different. It hits different. I don't know, but it was an incredible yeah. experience. Cause like you get to see all these outfits. You get to see all these lights up close. You get to see the band, like his band dancing and interacting with each other. And then they're interacting with the audience too. Like his band is even so into it. And then there's like a choreographed dance that a bunch of fans do to treat people with kindness. It's like okay. unofficial, but all the fans know it from TikTok. And it's like I watch people run to the back of the pit to go do this dance, like for treat people with kindness. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now
0: my experience there, it was so unbelievably fun. Like from the jump of like there's just just constant screaming throughout <laughs> throughout something. the show. And So you can feel him, like uh, when the show's about to start, like you feel, you know, something's happening, you're waiting, you're waiting, and he comes out to daydreaming, Mm -hmm. and the whole place just erupts. I've watched this, I took a video of it, I put it on my YouTube channel, and like, I've watched that video clip, like 15 times, because it's so magical, that moment, when he comes on and it just like the place is like i've never experienced it like that and it's just like constant like energy and uplifting that you didn't want it to end you were like sad that i know
1: i felt like the show ended so quick like (sighs) i i know i checked the time like when it ended and i knew it was a two-hour show because i checked the time but i was just like there's no way that was two hours that felt like it went by in 20 minutes like what yeah it was crazy, it was oh, crazy. but to go back to so something then, you said earlier about yeah. like it feeling like such a safe environment of positivity yeah. like when harry came out and he did his like and he sang like two songs and then he was like hello los angeles like he said he said in these walls you are safe to be whoever you want to be here so let's have a yeah. good time and i don't yeah. know if he says that at every show but that is like how i would describe a harry Styles show like he. Mm-hmm he can say and it feels true even if he doesn't say it you yeah. know it's true and it feels true
0: he did this uh he did say something along those lines and then there's this moment where he they point out signs and they mm-hmm. interact with the signs and like one lady there you know it was someone's birthday and he's like mm-hmm. oh happy birthday you know and another woman she's she's getting a divorce so he's like you know if it's your birthday i'm here for you if you're getting a divorce I'm, I'm here, here for, for you. Yeah, You know, <laughs> he's just like, whatever it is, I'm here for you. <laughs> you know, we're all here. We're all together. Uh, I thought that was really fun.
1: That was really cool. I love when he does that because some of them are so funny. Yeah. Some of like, I've seen some on TikTok where people hold up signs and they're just like, I failed to test, like I skipped school to be here. And he's just <laughs> like, why? Why did you do that? <laughs> they're just like i wanted to see you and it's like well you didn't have to skip school the show started at nine o'clock
0: uh yeah that's funny and yes. there's like trying to figure out where he, where he's staying and uh we're not staying but like he goes running in the west loop in chicago mm-hmm. like he's here for like a residency of chicago doing like yeah. six shows so he's just like living in the west loop somewhere and then he's like going on runs in the west loop <laughs> go to coffee shops and stuff.
1: i know it's like could you just imagine running into harry's running into yeah. him on the street because like, i can't, <laughs> <laughs> I, can't. Yeah. I don't know what i would do i think i would freeze oh man
0: you feel like huh and then you uh, yeah i don't know um mm-hmm. when you were in the pit was there anything that you noticed that felt different i mean you kind of alluded to it earlier but like something you you learned that you didn't know or learn before having been so like close to him now or the whole show
1: um there's the harry styles fan base is definitely like a club like And I think being in the pit, because like the pit is definitely like you're committed to being there. Like they're the most expensive. It's the the exclusive spot. It's the most expensive tickets like it being in there. It's like there is a club of being a Harry Styles fan. And there's like if you're on the Harry Styles like social media, like if you're like in Harry Styles TikTok, you will notice these like, funny little jokes that the fans make to each other of just, like, do this when he sings this song. Like, there was a joke going around of, like, when he sings as it was, like, the bridge, it's, like, don't sing along to Leave America. And the whole pit went silent when he sang Leave America. Huh. It's just, like, little things like that, that there's just, like, little club rules of being a Harry Styles fan.
0: Yeah, I noticed that when, like, uh, he ended, you know, and then there's, like, an encore or whatever, Mm -hmm. but everybody, like, choreographed they like knew what you're supposed to say. And it was like, Harry, let us in, let us in or something yep. like that.
1: Yep. <laughs> Everybody
0: was like saying stuff all like coordinated. I'm like, Oh, what's going on. Everybody knows what's supposed to happen.
1: Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. So what's
0: what, okay. So Harry Styles news, what, what is he up to now?
1: Um, Harry actually recently rescheduled. So I was at his show on November 2nd. And his next three shows after that one, he rescheduled to January because apparently he's like super sick. Like he has a respiratory issue right now. Really? Yeah. He just rescheduled them and they're now at the end of January of 2023. And it's that like, and he can't, he did it like two hours before the show on November 5th. Oh, dang yeah so and then i immediately went on tiktok obviously and there's so many people like leaving the line that was already outside of the Kia forum like there's people leaving line the line and they're just like i traveled here from like yeah from canada to be here
0: well i mean like
1: yeah and like had a
0: respiratory it- issue like what he I, you know what i mean
1: yeah. And like, he definitely has to take his rest. You know, he's got to take care of himself too. And he's been going all over the place. You know, he did 15 nights in New York, like five or six in Chicago. He did a few in Texas and he's supposed to do 15 in LA. And in between that, he went to like two different movie premieres in like yeah. one was in LA, but another one was in Italy. And then he flew right back here. Like that's a lot he's of in a very
0: high thing. demand, you know, he
1: is. he's a very it, high it, demand person.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. He cause he seems like a um a star or an individual who kind of embraces like the like humanness
1: mm-hmm.
0: of himself in a way, like 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 and caring for yourself and like understanding and making time for yourself and like mm-hmm.
1: And yes. I think that's part
0: of it with, the uh, like residencies in each city. Like you're so big, you don't have to tour every single night, go to all these different shows so you can conserve your energy, but he's still,
1: he's out there's there
0: so much stress and like, you know,
1: there is oh, and man. absolutely like he is so high in demand. And I think part of the reason he waited so long to like, say like, I have to reschedule this show is because like, he wanted so bad to go on. Yeah, Like he did want to, he wanted to do that show, but until it was just like, I can't do this show until it was like two hours before him.
0: Yeah. Wow. Our guy, Harry. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you think uh, in the next year? What is he, he's going to keep touring. Is he going to make more music? Is he going to do more movies?
1: I don't know. I feel like there have been rumors of him like doing more movies because there's definitely like Marvel speculation out there for him. But I don't know. I think like hopefully after this residency, like he'll take a break. Maybe I know he's going on tour in Europe for like next spring.
0: He maybe. is because we have I know he is because we have. Uh, we have fans that have commented on my my Harry Styles videos and that they're going to the shows in, in England. Yeah, he's definitely like- playing in England soon.
1: Yeah, he's I, I think he even added a few in Amsterdam. Like he's definitely going to Europe in the spring. And yeah. there might be Marvel speculation, but like I hope I hope he schedules in some break time for him himself so he can rest up and give us new music and go on tour again.
0: Yeah, I wonder what th- what that's like with like money's not an issue. Mm-hmm. And you just sold out all these shows. You know, the music's Great. It's kind of like, what what do you do next? Like, what is the next challenge?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess that's probably like what would be right, re- like weighing on him of like, what do I do next? How do I, like, what yeah. is the next step from here?
0: Yeah. Very interesting. I'm yeah. excited regardless. Yeah.
1: Have you seen any of his movies? Did you go see Don't Worry, Darling? Not yet. Oh, you should go see. To be Don't fair, worry, I didn't
0: that. see, I didn't see, uh, I don't go to a lot of movies. I saw him in Dunkirk. I thought he did a great job in Dunkirk.
1: Yeah, he was good in Dunkirk. But he def- he's a bigger role in Don't Worry Darling. So he talks more. And Okay. I mean, we don't need to get into the drama around the movie. But I definitely think Don't Worry Darling is worth a watch for any Harry Styles fan.
0: Okay. Noted. Well, shifting gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. I get, I get like some musical taste from so, oh, like, you ho. So like you, you know, like you have uh a playlist called Vibes for Tomorrow. And you got, you know, Miley Cyrus, Lana Del Rey, Billy mm-hmm. Eilish, Harry Styles on there. And uh, you know, so I, I you know, when I'm listening to it, I note I pick some out. And uh Billie Eilish has got some great music.
1: She really does. She really does. And I like her so much because I feel like her music changes with every album and it changes like significantly okay.
0: okay well this happier than everyone is just like echoes hard it's it great does. i love it
1: i do too i do too it's definitely like i love when albums come out and i can't immediately pick a favorite song like i have to listen to it beginning to end when yeah. i listen to it like mm-hmm. if i want, you know like I, I felt that way when harry's house came out i felt that way when happier than I ever came out I'm just like, I need to listen to it start to end.
0: What's your favorite song on Happier Than Ever?
1: Um, the Happier Than Ever is a great song, I will say. That's definitely, that's a song for a very specific mood. That's a song that makes me go too fast when I drive. But I love that song. Yeah. I also really like Male Fantasy and Billy Bossa Nova.
0: Yeah, Billy Bossa Nova, that's a fantastic one.
1: Yes
0: oxytocin oxytocin that's like
1: yeah, that is a great right song. up there
0: on my top repeat Goldwing. Goldwing.
1: Goldwing is a good song. i feel like that sounds really underrated
0: it really is yeah well no, it like builds no. it like and it's not too long either mm-hmm. um i didn't change my number and uh nda, mm-hmm.
1: I, oh, love NDA. Yeah. I love NDA. yeah <laughs>
0: what's love okay it. so what's kind of like her story or like her She's only 20 years old.
1: Yeah, she's young. She's so young. I like forget sometimes. I I first started listening to her like when I was a freshman in college. So it was like when her EP was out, and it was like with my boy and belly ache, like that, like those songs were what were out. Okay. And I was a freshman in college. I remember I was like, I really like her. Like, and I just I Googled her and I was like, this, and she was like 17 at the time. And I was like, oh my God. And I had this weird moment where I was like, I'm at an age where the upcoming pop stars are younger than me now. And that was very weird. Oh yeah, get used to it. <laughs> that was very weird for me. That she was like the first one and now there's Olivia Rodrigo and this whole new other era of Disney stars. But Billie Eilish was the first one where I was like, oh, that's going to start happening.
0: So I'm what I'm uh, especially curious about or like impressed with is how it seems like pop stars. And say in this example, like female pop stars, mm-hmm. it seems like they're in kind of like an incubator or like system where they're they're younger and they do stuff for Disney or Nickelodeon or whatever it may be. And then they're kind of brought up um, through this like machine
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then propelled to like stardom where it seemed like almost Billie Eilish was completely natural and authentic. And it yeah. just came organically.
1: Yeah, and that is so interesting because, like, if you try to look up anything about, like, her family, like, it's not like her family, it's not like she comes from a very fam- famous family. Like, her and her brother just like to work on music together. And what I think is so interesting about her is that, like, she became so popular by the time she was, like, 17 years old because her and her brother just made music and put it on the internet. Yeah. Like they just did it by themselves to the to the point where they eventually got so popular that she's one of the biggest pop stars in the world now.
0: Should you put this on what what was it like Ocean? Ocean yeah. uh
1: yeah, Ocean Eyes. And I think she just uploaded it on like SoundCloud or Spotify even, but it was just it took off.
0: It seems like that's what what other uh like big stars got famous that way?
1: I don't know like off the top of my head like I'm sure there are
0: some but just like to that's put your- like a that's like the epitome or the perfect example of like what's possible in the 21st mm-hmm. century where like as far as gatekeepers go there are none if you put yeah. something out and then all of a sudden everybody loves it like that yeah. just like rockets propels you to stardom whereas like yeah. But it still seems like a majority. they're all kind of channeled through this machine mm-hmm. um, that props them up. But it seems like she's so radically different. and her music is more meaningful because it's not like produced by this machine. It's produced by her and her brother.
1: yeah, right. Which, At least that's kind of
0: the concept i'm I'm imagining,
1: yeah. It does seem like her and her brother work on all her music together and like i'm sure at a point there's some influence from like the amount that she has to do but like it does seem like they love to make music so i remember like her debut album came out when we all fall like when we all fall asleep and i think like 2 months 2 3 months after it came out like a a new single came out that wasn't even on the album like she was just making music constantly cuz mm-hmm. she wanted to and she could
0: like a true artist
1: yeah like she just wanted to make make music
0: Wow. Huh. what is she up to
1: lately i don't know exactly i feel like she might maybe she's working on a new album but i think she might be on tour or she just ended a tour okay hmm. yeah interesting yeah i really i really dig her music i do too but like it's, i was just thinking about this since you brought up disney like that I definitely grew up I feel like in the generation where Disney was creating pops like getting teenagers to be actors and then making them pop stars to make them like yeah. mega sensations like that definitely like targets my generation so much with like yeah Amy Lovato Selena Gomez Miley Cyrus Hilary Duff Lindsay Lohan like the, like Ali and AJ the Jonas Brothers like yeah the, like that's all what they were It's just like actor pop stars that Disney made and fed yeah. to a whole generation of kids
0: yeah it's uh
1: and I still I still love them all like I'm I'm literally considering getting Apple TV to watch Selena Gomez's new documentary I went and saw the Jonas Brothers on their reunion tour I I, I mean I go see my I go see Miley Cyrus whenever she's around
0: <laughs> okay elaborate on Miley Cyrus I play a lot of so I create this new playlist and I put Miley, Miley on there, like a, mm-hmm. a good number of Miley songs. And it's interesting, uh, the reaction when, like, Miley songs come on. Like, I'll just overhear different
1: you, girls, different so women being like,
0: remember. oh, I love this song. And they're, like, singing along to it. Mm-hmm. What is, for, for young women, what does, like, Miley Cyrus mean? If you can, think- like, generally...
1: Well, I know for me like I grew up watching Hannah Montana like I remember when Hannah Montana premiered like I stay I remember because I stayed up for it because it was on like past my bedtime when I was seven and I wanted to watch it so bad so I stayed up to watch it and I don't know what it was I don't know what it was about her but I just like loved like I loved Hannah Montana and then I just grew to love Miley Cyrus and I like kind of fell off the wagon a little bit when she did like her dead pets era. Like I fell off the wagon a little bit there because that was a lot. But um I definitely came back when she got into like her younger now self and now this era that she's in for plastic hearts. And like then I went back and listened to all of her. And it's just like I feel like when I listen to her, it's like I could pinpoint like different songs to points of my life
0: your life yeah yeah
1: and i love doing that now especially like when i go and look at an album that she made when she was my Mm. age and i think about like where i was when i was that age and i'm like wow this song even relates to me when i was 19 and she was 19 but she's like this mega pop star and it's still like i can relate to it like i think watching her is just watching someone who is really is really like me but she just had to grow up with different responsibilities and like the whole world looking at her. And I couldn't imagine growing up like that. Like I probably people would probably think I was crazy too if people had to watch me be a teen in the the whole world watch me be a teen.
0: How much uh, music is like this time capsule for mm-hmm. like any song just brings you back to like what you were feeling, what you were thinking, who you were back then. I think too, more and more that if you know what kind of music people listen to, you can kind of figure out who they are
1: absolutely, in a
0: general sense of like, just based on that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's really interesting to me. I think also people see themselves in their favorite musicians or music performers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and those people are often confident in themselves and i think people people want to resonate with someone like them or feeling the same way as them mm-hmm. and then being confident in themselves
1: yeah absolutely like if that's that definitely sense. what miley i think miley does like miley's whole message i feel like is be yourself and don't apologize for it yeah like she's definitely like i think i definitely know imagine her like as a blunt person and someone who is unapologetically herself and I think that is so inspiring because I definitely watch I've definitely watched people like watch the media kick her when she was down and she grew up and was like well here I am and this is who I am
0: so what is this plastic hearts era how would you
1: this is like her rock era and I feel like it, in a way it gets back to her roots in a way because like she, yeah. I mean, she grew up in a country household, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like she's always been a rock star and I feel like that's her getting back to her roots in a way.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She she put out like a live live album doing uh,
1: yeah, some great songs. Out, yeah, she put out a live album It's like a whole time capsule of like, her music. It has see you again on there and seven things. And then the deluxe version even has fly on a wall and we can't stop on it.
0: That's something I don't understand. I don't know why more artists don't put out live albums.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, maybe they're hard to make or something, but they're, I, yeah, I think more people should make live albums because I know so many people who love listening to live albums because you can hear some, like the sound of it, is more raw when you listen to your favorite artist. Like, and it- I love
0: the the energy you can get yeah. from a live album. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So, what are what are some things you're excited about moving moving forward, both in life and music?
1: Ooh, um, I'm always excited to discover more music. I feel like I'm in a really good. I'm in a good city where I can discover new music all the time. And I'm very fortunate that I even get to write about like discovering music. I've recently just like discovered a new obsession through writing about like through an album review. So that's really fun. Um, and I just, I'm always just excited to see where life goes. I have like a couple like vacations planned coming up for places I've never been to before that I'm really excited about. and.
0: Which places are those?
1: I am going to San Francisco in the next month. Uh-huh. I've never been there. I'm very excited because that was like where the hi- the birthplace of like the hippie movement was. And I'm very excited. Right. And I'm possibly going to London in the spring. Fingers crossed. Ooh. I know. I've never been. So I'm very excited. Yeah,
0: that I'd be so excited. So
1: I'm just excited to see new things, go to new places, meet new people, discover new music.
0: Absolutely. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me today.
1: Yeah. Thanks for uh, having me.
0: Where, where can people find your, your reviews?
1: Um, I post all of my reviews on Instagram and Twitter at hope underscore koala or on my website, which is hope dash (laughs) or.com.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, you have a great rest of your night.
1: You too. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. We'll see ya. Bye.